What's going on, guys? You're listening to 30 Minute Combo. Today we're with DJ Tone. DJ Tone, how you doing, man? What's going? How you doing? Good. How you been doing during quarantine, bro? I know you're a crazy like party person and everything like that. How you been keeping sane? Um, you know, I just been focusing on me and my uh, my brand, and also like you know focusing on my health, like stay by staying inside. And um, I haven't been going out just for like my sanity, but um, you know, uh, I had a few family members. You know, they're struggling with it right now, but thank God, like, you know, my close family is, like, you know, in good shape right now. You know, we've been inside. Um, yeah. Stick together as a family, as one unit, working together. But um, besides that, I've been, I think I've been doing great, honestly, inside the house, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. I feel like I've been like that, too, and I think a lot of the reason is just because, like, you start to look, when something like this happens, you start to look at anything as a blessing. Like, just the fact that your family is here and just the fact that, like, you have the ability to be home and everything like that, and you're not, like, on the streets or anything. I think when you look at, like, small things like that as a blessing, like, that's when yeah. you start to become happy about it. What do you think What do you think you're going to be, like, more prepared for, I would say, like, when, when this is all over? Like, with between, like, your DJing career and your music career, what do you think you're growing on right now being stuck in the house? Right now, I think I'm focusing, I'm growing more, like, on social media. I don't really feel like it's, like, growing... I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like, I feel like growing my social media will grow, like, my platform and my music platform will grow everything. So, right now, I'm just focusing on, like, you know, growing my Twitter, growing my Snapchat, growing my Instagram. I've been trying to do everything to direct traffic to all of those, you know, platforms. But, um, yeah, I'm trying sure. to get back onto YouTube. So, I think after all this is done, I'm going to start going back to YouTube. So, um, you know. Yeah, it, it's smart to be on anything because a lot of people look at like social media in the negative light, but the way you use it to promote yourself and everything is obviously using it in a positive light. When, when you look at like your music and your DJing career, is there one that you like push forward more than the other one? Like if you were to have a conversation with somebody telling them about like what you do, would you would you try to promote one more over the other or do you keep them the same? Uh, I like to... Honestly, I think I promote my parties more. That's just because my parties is what, like, makes me... That, that's what everybody knows me for, like, regardless. So I have to, like, you know, keep doing that until I'm able to, you know, um, express myself, like, through my music. And then people understand, like, yo, that's crazy. Like, he's multi-talented. Like, right now, people see it, but they're not really, you know, taking key of it they're not like going all out inside of it like they're just thinking from the outside like yo he's a dj first let me you know respect him because he's a dj and he's my favorite dj but nah like um i've been making music for a long time now so um i just want people to like really like understand my artist aspect as well so i'm just trying to gain that respect as an artist as well as like you know being a dj because i feel like right now i'm just getting respect because of like you know the past and I'm not really, well, I'm growing fans right now, like, with my music, but I feel like I want to grow more people to, like, you know, like my music. So I've just been, you know, sending it out to a lot of people and getting it out there. Yeah, know? for sure. What do you got out right now? What's, like, the track that you're trying to really promote right now that you're pushing? Um, I just dropped a song 14 days ago called Fly, and it's, um, you know, I've been putting a lot of money into it. Um, I'm also getting the music video done after all of this stuff is done, but, um... You know, I'm trying to get that out as well. Uh, right now, I'm just really pushing that song in my EP. Because I already, um, you know, ran up my first single. But right now, I'm just, like, really trying to push everything. But Fly is, like, my main focus. Yeah. When when did all this start for you, though? When did uh 
take us back for both. Like, did did you start DJing first and then you picked up on music afterwards or you liked music at first and then you realized that you were a talented DJ as well? Like, how did that whole process begin? All right, so I started making music in 2011. And um, when I started making music in 2011, I was like listening to Chris Brown, listening to Drake. Hold on, excuse me. Yeah, I started listening to Chris Brown. I started listening to Drake. And um, I was just all into it. I was like, you know what? Um, you know, let me just um, buckle down, think about, you know, like what's going on in their lives and like what's motivating them. And then use that with me. And I seen that it was really girls and, you know, being like showing their sensitivity. So to me, I was like, you know what? I think I need to do the same. Because, like, you know, I'm not, like, a crazy sensitive person, but back in the days, like, I was all about females, all about girls. And when I got my heart broken, you know, I didn't know how to, like, handle it. Yeah, that so, that changes you forever. I know that feeling, too. Yeah, like, that's just yeah. a crazy thing. Exactly. So when I was in junior high, um, I got um, I got suspended. So my mom made me, like, basically made me stay in my room for that whole week. I couldn't do nothing, couldn't go, couldn't do nothing. So all I had was my radio and a few CDs um, in my room. So what I did was I was recording. I wasn't recording. I was playing. See, I was playing all of the mixtapes that I had, mm. all the mixtapes, because I didn't have any, like, real albums. I had Take Care, and I had Chris Brown's album at the time. I forgot what album it was. I think it was, I forgot. But it was Fame. But, um... I would make a song to each, like, each song on that album. Even if I had to, like, you know, like, like, rap over him or sing over him, I just used to, like, rap, like, write over every single, like, song. And that was, like, what was, like, motivating me at the time, you know. Like, doing that is what, like, really made me to, like, make music. So once I started doing that, I was like, you know what, I think I'm destined for this. Regardless, I, I feel like I'm motivated, and I just kept going with it. Even though I had, like, ups and downs where I was like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, I still, like, kept um, elements inside of me, and I just, you know, I'm starting to use it more now than ever. Yeah, so. when did the when did the DJing part come in, though? So you, start, you started all this in 2011, and then that was yeah. your purpose for the music. When did you start the DJing part of it? I started, my first DJ gig, like, official gig was... July 5th, 2017. So that was when I came back home from college. I had no job, had no money. Um, I was looking for a job. I found a job, got that job, worked to, um, you know, saved up my money, bought DJ equipment. And once I bought that DJ equipment, it never, once I seen the money that was coming in and how fast it was coming in, it just motivated me to, like, you know, just keep going. And I, that's exactly what I did. I kept going. I for myself, and I went from just being you know, the hood celebrity to being, like, Long Island celebrity. Yeah, for real. What, do you, what yeah. do you think made you that? I was always curious about this, like, when people would always tell me about, like, oh, I'm going to, like, Tone's party tonight, blah, blah, blah. I would always wonder to myself, like, what is the difference between, like, a Tone party and, and just putting, like, music on in, like, someone's house? And everyone explains it differently. How would you explain, like, the difference between your parties, the reason why they're so lit, compared to, like, not having a DJ or having a different DJ? Um... In my true, honest opinion, I feel like I put passion, pain, and dedication into all of my parties. Because there was times when I used to throw parties and literally nobody was there. It was all those L's that made me who I am today. So Mm -hmm. um, all those L's, when I first started throwing parties, like, built my character. And I was like, you know what? Like, I got to stay humble. I got to stay, you know, solid. 
and I just got to keep doing this for everybody else because I know what's not going on in Long Island, and I, and I know what's going on in Long Island, and I'm very woke on what's going on in Long Island. So when I see that there's, you know, no, like, like uh, college nightlife or high school nightlife, I'm like, damn, like, nobody's doing anything out here. Yeah. So I'm supposed to be that, that guy that's doing everything for everybody because there's nothing going on. If you know what I mean. Facts. So I, what I try to do is I try to put a lot of money into like activities, uh, photographers, videographers, lights, um, cam- different cameras, different activities during the party, vendors, like ice cream trucks, um, ice cream trucks, um, bouncy houses, um, you know, little things like that. Hookah lounges, like hookah, like little stations at the party. Like I just try to do little things like that just to make people, you know, see that. And then once they see the all of this extra stuff, drinks, all of that. Then they see, like, you know, the fire DJ, they're like, damn, this party's like a whole all-around experience and I'm getting, you know, so much fun out of this party. Yeah. So that's what, like, I feel is the difference between my party and a regular party that, you know, somebody just, like, you know, cooks up last second, doesn't really put their time into it, doesn't mm. really promote, and, like, they're not doing it the right way. They're just throwing a party just so everybody can come there. Me, I'm just trying to throw a party so everybody and their mother can have fun. Facts. And yeah. what, what stuck out to me about what you just said is that you saw something that nobody else was doing and you decided to jump into that. And I think that's a different mindset than a lot of people take. A lot of people are like, I want to be the next tone. I want to be the next, like, I'm going to dive into a lane that somebody's already in and try to do it better than them. But to have the, to have like the mindset and the awareness to be like, this is a gap in Long Island. Like, this is something that we need. What do you think? Like, why do you think you have that mindset? Cause that is such a different thing to have. Um, I had the mindset, honestly, because I've been an entertainer all my life. Like I told you before, like making music, just, um, before I even started making music, I was dancing. I was dancing at that time. So I was always performing. I was always going to little mixers and stuff like that, dancing in the crowd, dancing at Sweet Sixteens, you know, and stuff like that. And um, mm-hmm. and this was at the at a young age, like ten, nine years old. So ever since then to now, it's like I've been. I feel like I was made for this. So like, just the entertainment in general. Even if I didn't become a DJ, I felt like just me in this lifestyle, like this nightlife lifestyle, is it was it was meant for me. So how did you like, how did you know that though? Because you said earlier that a lot of a lot of your earlier parties were like a lot of people you had trouble getting people to show up and stuff. What like what made you know that this was for you even in those times? Like what made you continue to advertise yourself and keep pushing in a direction that wasn't working at the time? I feel like it was competition at the time. I had a lot of competition. It was me, it was me, um, and two other party teams that would act like pushing me to do you know, my best. And I knew that I would come up on top because anytime somebody else would do something, I knew they co- they was copying me. I was more of like the originator. I was like somebody that looked out, try to find little things to bring to the table. And like, they would see that and try to do the same thing, but it wouldn't work for them. So once I seen that I was the originator of every single little thing that everybody else was doing, I said, you know what? I feel like if I just keep going and I just keep moving forward, nobody's going to be able to catch up with me. And that's exactly what happened. But, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not really throwing conflict. I'm not really doing any of that. It's just me. So yeah. at one point I had a whole team, but, you know, I had to let that go because I felt like, you know, there was a lot of things going on. There was a lot of money, you know, just being handed out for no reason. 
So I was just, you know, on a different type of time. What Do you think that if you continue to grow, well, first of all, ask, if you do continue to grow, what direction do you see it kind of going in? And then to, like, follow up with that, do you think you would need a team at that point if you, like, continue to grow in a different direction than you're going now? Um, I mean, the bigger you get, the more people you're going to need by yeah. your side because as you can see, like, you know, Pop Smoke was one of the biggest, you know, artists in the game in New York. He was, you know, basically the king of Long Island. I mean, I said Long Island. The king of New York. Um, but he didn't really have a lot of people on his side when he moved away from, you know, his hood. Yeah. Um, you know, repercussions happen and, you know, shit happens. Um, so I feel like as, as you get bigger, as you get, you know, to that level, you're always going to need um, a team. Not personally, but like, you know, on the business side. Like, you know, you don't need your friends next to you at all, all the time because your friends are going to try to use you. They're going to turn on you. Yeah. They're going to show true colors, and that's not what you want. So what you want is, you know, to build a team around your business, people that are dedicated to working the same job as you. And then once you see that people are fully dedicated and fully putting their heart and soul into that, that's when you take that and then move forward with it. And that's what I did. Yeah, and a lot of people say that... Uh your friends are not the right people to have around you most of the time because they're trying to nip at your heels and they're the ones like right behind you trying to, they wish that they was able to do what you're doing. And it's sometimes it's better to just divide from that and go into like a different, um, like a different zone, try to get some like professionals in your field to work with you. Is that something that you would probably consider over? Obviously some of your friends are so close to you, but other people that kind of just like have, have slowly become better friends with you since you've gotten more clout. Are you thinking of cutting those people off at a certain time? Um, I, I already did that, honestly. I'm not even going to sit here in front. Yeah, I, I already did that. Yeah, because I, I was going to ask you a question about as you've grown over the... Because especially on Long Island over the past two years, you've grown, you've done the most growing like on social media and your parties have done the most growing. And I was going to ask you this question, but then when I was looking at your Instagram last night, it kind of answered it for me when you were posting about like uh, like people who are fake and they'll post like a boogie and shit over you. I forgot what you said. But, um, Actually, I, I said, um, I said, people like your friends, they try to use you. They try to act like you know they're down for you because you know you throw the litters parties, they get it for free and stuff like that. But when it comes to something else that they're supposed to support you on because they're supposed to believe your friends, and like they don't post your, um, they don't post your song, like they don't you know hype up your release, they don't play your song, they don't listen to your song. And I see everybody that plays my songs. That's yeah. crazy. Because um, I have um, SoundCloud Pro, so I can see all the people that play my songs. And if I see you that play my song now once, and this song's been out for 15, 14 days, there's a problem. You're supposed to be my friend, you know that? Yeah, So, thanks. I feel like, in general, like, every girl I ever fucked with, every girl I ever messed with in my whole entire life, has never dedicated themselves to me because of this. Like, I feel like that support is what really needs to, you know be a number one in my life because if a girl doesn't support me then like i don't really need her yeah because you're, not, you're not helping me in any type of way yeah you're you know sex is cool sex is fine that's that's physical but mentally you need to like you know be on the same level with me and you know it's the same thing back and forth like i support women and everything that they do yeah. i support I, i'm literally women's number one fan when it comes to you know being that guy in their life but the thing is is like i need that same energy back so I feel like with friends, family, girls, all of that, um, people just need to like you know be on that same type of time. 
instead of acting like something and then not even, you know, seeing all your posts but not even engaging in it. Like, yeah. I just feel like I'm not one of your friends. And I, I think a lot of girls, I think why why it's so hard for you to, like, to see which girls are, like, like actually for you because there's probably the same amount of girls that come at you that want to be with, like, DJ Tone. Half of them, <laughs> half of them want to be with the 10,000 followers and the party, like the leader of the party and like the guy that everybody knows, the guy with merch and his own brand and he's growing as a, like a, like on social media, half the girls want that guy and it's probably more than half, it's probably 90% of the girls want that and they don't want like the, the actual person of DJ Tone. Is that, is that accurate, you think? I feel like, I feel like that, yeah, because all the girls that I've met, um, really only like, you know, um, met me as DJ Tone, like, I haven't really went somewhere and, you know, told them my full government and been like, hey, like, you know, I want to meet you, I want to talk to you, like, no, it's never been on that type of time, ever, like, I never met somebody, and, um, you know, they was like, oh, yeah, who are you, you know, yeah. and I just got to know them, and they got to know me, and, like, you know, they, they liked me, they, you know, rebuilt, like, every girl was, like, a fangirl at one point, and then once I got them closer to me, they stopped showing interest in that, and then just started showing interest in everything else, and I was, like, all in right. In the lifestyle over like, you, right? Type yeah. of shit like that, yeah. That's what's just, like, I could definitely see that being something that's really frustrating as you get even, like, and as you get bigger, that's just gonna get harder. I think a lot of people roll their eyes at that type of thing. They're, like, oh, that's, like, a good problem to have, like, too many females or, like... But it's like sometimes it's really not like what people want, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, when when you talk about like your music and your DJing, do you think there'll ever be a day that you would have to like pick one over the other? And if that day does come, I'm not gonna front. I would choose I would choose music over DJing. Is that because of like that's because of like a personal love that you have for it, or do you believe like you're better at music than DJing? I feel like. I feel like I, I wanted to be an all-around entertainer, but I don't feel like I should be, you know, behind the scenes. I feel like DJs don't get that much credit. And if you have, you know, multiple talents, if I was to choose one, it would be, it would be, you know, being an artist, an all-around artist. I would rather get signed to a, 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 like a record label or just, you know, be independent or, you know, just doing my own thing. But right now I feel like I just need to, you know, keep doing everything because if i'm doing everything then you know i'm expanding my brand but um yeah, so i just you know use everything use everything to its fullest potential yeah there's really nothing stopping you from doing both right now what do you what would you see like really stopping you because i don't know the exact point where you would have to pick one over the other but i just don't personally know any people who are like at the absolute top of the game doing both. So that's the only reason I asked that question. Do you see... All right, so I would say, I would say, you know, someone like DJ Khaled, um, Dr. Dre, they took the same route as me. Um, yeah. The same route that I'm taking. Those are like the people that, um, you know, I'm looking at right now that's in the same shoes and same position as me. I look at somebody like Pete Diddy that was in the same position as me. They was um, businessmen first. They were businessmen. They learned the business. They um were, you know... Um, people that put together music but didn't engage in the music. Mm -hmm. P. Diddy, P. Diddy was uh, was one of those people. He threw parties just like me. Mm -hmm. He uh, he uh, he um, signed artists. He um, collaborated with a lot of people. But then he wanted to be the forefront. You know what I mean? So yeah. at one point it was just him pushing Biggie. Biggie passes away. Who does he push? Himself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
What do you think? So, you, what do you think you got to do to get up to their level, though? Because obviously you've had a lot of success here, but do you think it's like a talent thing? Like you have to get better yourself at I, this point. I, I to, feel, like, feel like it's all networking. It's I just networking, like, right? I feel like it's all networking. It's all about who you know, who's who, like sees potential in you, who likes your vibe. It's all about that. You might meet somebody tomorrow, and somebody might not even have talent, but they might have one hit song, and you might get signed off of that one hit song because that song is making millions. I think that's, that's I think that's the better problem to have though is is having the talent and like really believing that what you have right now could could go all the way and just yeah. waiting for that time as opposed to kind of like letting the opportunity pass by and you don't feel like you have the uh like the talent to actually like have people fucking with your music or anything like that. So you feel like if that time were to ever come that you get that one hit that makes it that the rest of your game, like your whole persona and the way you move would be ready for like the spotlight if you, if you got to that point. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I would take artist three over um over that because Dr. Dre, even Dr. Dre, he um he started off as a DJ for um NWA and then um he, you know he got tired of being you know behind the scenes. He was the um the guy making the beats. He was the guy DJing. He was the guy hyping up NWA. He was the like literally the secret source. He was the max source to the Big Mac. Mm. And the thing was, he wasn't getting any recognition. So when he started rapping and started making his own albums and made his own um his own label, now he's a legend. He's a he's a legend. Like that's exactly the route I want to take. Um, DJ Khaled. He um. He started off as a DJ, got onto the radio, got onto radio stations, um, bigged his name up, started collabing with different artists. And ever since he started collabing with artists, he started making albums. The albums were selling. Why? Because he started using these other artists around him to big himself up. So once he got that big and started making all this money, he did the right thing, invested into himself. And then now he's one of the biggest DJs in the world. He's one of the most known DJs in the U.S. alone. So to me, I just feel like he doesn't even DJ anymore. So you might still have the name DJ Khaled, DJ Tone, yeah. um, Dr. Dre. But at the end of the day, it's all about your passion and what you love. Like he knew his goal while he was DJing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just got to use a certain goal to push yourself to your ultimate goal. Yeah, man. I-, I love that you have that mindset and that you obviously you do your homework and you know exactly where you want to go. A lot of people are kind of like going step by step and they like just get led by other people where they want to go. I feel like you have like a really good understanding of, you know, what you want to do next. And like beyond that, like you have the whole plan ahead of you and you understand that you got to take it step by step. I do want to ask this though. Um, you've probably hosted close to like a hundred parties by now. What is share some of the craziest stories that you could share from the, from some of those parties. I would say, um, the first party, um, my first birthday party that I actually threw myself, I had 1,000 people um, in counting, plus more that snuck into the party, um, November 2nd, 2018. And from that day forward, I was like, you know, like, I, I can't stop. I literally told myself I can't stop because I know I probably want to see another party that would hit 1,000 people. But I feel like this summer right now, we're probably going to hit 2,000 people. And then next summer, um, it's going to multiply. Like, I'm just looking at it like that. Like, I, I just can't stop. Regardless of what happens, what's going on, corona or not, 2020 is supposed to be my year. And everybody in the world is saying, you know, 2020 is supposed to be my year. But everybody, you know, 
everybody's slacking, everybody's not on their P's and Q's. But, you know, there's certain people um, that are still on their P's and Q's. So I just feel like I got to use that time to, you know, take advantage of that. But um, also, um, in my party, I feel like the twerk contest is what really, like, you know, like, really what um, sets the tone for the party, every party I throw. I had, like, a lot of crazy twerk contests. I had a um, I had a girl, you know, do, like, a backflip into a split. I was like, nah. This <laughs> I had a girl do a handstand, like, on her head and, like, just straight, just, like, put her legs in the air and start twerking. Like, that, like it's just, like, little crazy stuff like that that makes my parties and my twerk contests better than other people's parties. But those are, like, some crazy events that happen at my party. Is is there ever events that happen at your party that that like not really make you want to like quit DJing, but like when I'm sure you've had like fights at your parties and like like right. acts of violence and stuff. Does it ever get really frustrating, like to the point where you're just like, if y'all aren't gonna be like having a party, like why are y'all coming and shit like that? Does it ever get to that point? Um, yeah, but I hold those emotions inside. You know, I yeah. just tell people, you know, if they if they fight, I tell like. I'm going to start every single party from now on. I'm going to say this. Like, if you fight, if you get into any activities where you're, like, you know, in a physical altercation at my party, like, you're making the environment scary for other people to not want to come to my parties anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to be banned. You're not going to be able to come to my parties anymore. So that's what I tell people all the time. And, um, you know, people listen to that and, like, you know, they take key in it. And then, you know what? When it doesn't happen for a while, you start to, like, you know, Slack not off. really so much. But yeah. then when it happens again, you're like, damn, I thought we was good. But now it's like new people come that you don't really know, that don't really know you. They don't respect you. So they're like, what, well, let me just start something right here. So yeah. it's like, you know, and that, that's that's one of the cons that come with having so many people at the party. Is like the some of the pros is like all the money comes in and you get a lot of clout from it and people share. People are telling their friends like, oh, DJ Tone's party's so lit. But it is hard to control like those parties that you have with like a thousand people and shit like that. So that is like one of the only negatives that there is to these parties. If everything if everything goes how you want this summer, like what would this summer look like? Take me through like what is your first party gonna look like? Everything like that. Um, my first party. I really feel it's gonna like pop to the extreme. Honestly, that that first party is gonna hit different. Like I really feel like this next party, like it's gonna be what that party was on November second, two thousand eighteen. I feel like that party's gonna be flooded with people. I might, you know, have to let the first fifty to a hundred people in free just because I feel like I'm gonna be making a lot of money that night. Yep. But you know, I just want to make the environment safe for everyone. And, um, you know, I'm going to be buying a lot of masks as well. So if people are, like, you know, scared of anything that's going on, I want to make sure people come in the party with masks and if they don't have masks at the door, you know, I hand them a mask. So it's like that. For sure, but man. I, like, I'm probably not going to let anybody come inside the party without a mask because I feel like it should be quarantine themed just in case. You never know. Because we're just now getting off of this. Um, But... Yeah, that's even like kind of like a lit theme though, low key. That's kind of like a lit theme, like everyone wearing mask and shit. Yeah. Like even if it's got nothing to do with quarantine, like even if the whole shit's over, that's kind of like a like a lit ass theme. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Is, is there anything else you want to promote, like your music or any like social media? Spit it all out now, cause uh, we're about to wrap yeah, up. Could, all right, no problem. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at DJ Tone underscore Experience. Um, go bump my new um single Fly on all platforms. And, um, yeah, that'll be it. All right, man. I really appreciate you calling in, bro. I no problem.
I'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, that was DJ Tone. Go check him out. Um, he does crazy parties on Long Island. Check him out on social media. He makes music as well. Make sure you guys uh, go check out the merch that we just dropped. And uh, follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Convo. And I'll see you on the next one.